Welcome to the inner room, a space where we ponder the inner movements of our heart to find God by finding examples and instructions in daily scripture readings. The emotions in our hearts can help us or hinder us in our spiritual journey. Open your heart, explore your emotions, and align thoughts and emotions with God's plans for you. When we learn to feel and align our emotions, we advance in our prayer life by loving more deeply, remaining in peace more often, and finding courage for the journey of life. My name is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and a big shout out to my son Marco Niño, producer of this podcast. Sit back or walk with us. You are most welcome here. Friends, we can imagine that Jesus spent so much time reading Isaiah and seeing the story of his life written there as a movie that he came to deliver and the readings that we have for the week of Holy Week, beginning with Palm Sunday, are all on the first reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The church takes us not just through the suffering servant ones, of course, where Isaiah describes in detail hundreds of years before what Jesus would do in his suffering and in his victory to accomplish the work of our salvation. It is beautiful and incredible to know that the Lord would go to the synagogue as a little boy with his parents and learn about these readings. And that as we see him going off to meditate on top of mountains to be with his father before important things, he would, would have learned to connect all of that also for the people that were following him and to meditate on that mission that he was being given and to be attuned to the times when the Father wanted him to accomplish them. If you have watched the movie The Chosen, which I like to refer to, you see that Jesus was so incredibly humble that with all the power and all the authority that he came to bring back to us, he shows time and again that doing the will of the Father, not his own will, is what he came to do. And that is the definition of humility that we are inv invited to enter, to enter into that plan of salvation that God has for you and for me, and to humbly submit to that plan. And the word submission, friends, can be a very difficult word Because whenever we hear that word, and I speak about it personally, we have a sense that we're going to have to give up something, that we're going to have to go under something. And in our ego and in our desire to stand out, submitting is not something that we want to do. And in these readings from Isaiah, we see that the Lord is submitting to this plan of salvation that is laid out in these readings, that at times we hear the Lord saying in the synagogue, and today this reading has been fulfilled in your hearing, and that when that happens, people want to kill him. So imagine living in that space 
of knowing you're coming to do the will of the Father and then you encounter that opposition around you because people do not want to hear that you are this person that they're hearing about. They would think about this, as we know, as blasphemy. But we start reading from Isaiah 50 on Palm Sunday that the Lord has given me, has given Jesus, a well-trained tongue to speak to the weary, a word to arouse them, that morning after morning he opens my ear that I might hear. And this is also our our calling, friends. As prophets, we are supposed to bring this salvation to others, that we do not rebel, that we do not turn back. And we see that Jesus gave his back to those who beat him, his cheeks to those who plucked his beard, and he doesn't shield his face. That in each one of these steps, friends, the Lord shed blood. You know that if you've seen a brother or a, or a son or a husband, somebody uh, shaving is easily seen that we bleed, we see them bleed. And to pluck the beard would have brought blood from the Lord and that he was hit and that he was scourged, right? And that he's not disgraced as all these horrible things are happening, that he sets his face like flint, knowing that even in this terrible situation, he shall not be put to shame. What beautiful words from Isaiah that the Lord gives hundreds of years before So they're set there to know what the Savior would do. We see these words repeated later during the week. We we see them repeated. And on Monday, we go back to Isaiah 42, where we, we sense that the Lord is pointing to Jesus in the same way pointing to us and saying, This is my servant whom I uphold, my chosen one, with whom I'm pleased, upon whom I've put my spirit. So in Isaiah 50 on Sunday, we know all the suffering servant things that are coming. We see the first few. And on the next day, we go back in Isaiah to another chapter to know that Jesus is not put to shame, even though he's tortured and crucified amongst criminals. Because a bruised reed he shall not break, and that he, God will establish justice on the earth, and that the Lord who created the heavens and stretched them out and spreads out the earth, who gives breath to people, I, the Lord, says our Heavenly Father, have called you from the victor, for the victory of justice. I've grasped you by the hand. I formed you and set you as a covenant of the people, a light of the nations, to open the eyes of the blind, to bring prisoners from confinement and from the dungeon those who live in darkness. Friends, the Lord came to give us back power and authority, and it is now our rule and our job to continue doing these very things. The Lord himself said, that we would do bigger things than he did because he sits now at the right hand of the Father, which means we are seated with him in heavenly places. We go to Tuesday's reading and it moves to Isaiah 49. 
We go from the suffering servant to the anointing and the explanation of who this king and prophet is in Jesus. And then we hear the actual message, Hear me, O islands, O distant people. The Lord called me from birth, from my mother's womb he gave me my name. He made me a sharp-edged sword and concealed me in the shadow of his arm. He made me a polished arrow. In his quiver he hid me. You are my servant, he said to me, Israel, through whom I show my glory. Friends, again, this is Jesus and this is us. The Lord wants to show his glory through us. And he knows that at times we're going to be toiling. But he also invites us to remember that he is our reward and our recompense. And that he needed us in our mother's womb and wants to give us our strength. His strength to be ours, friends. That we won't do it in our own strength when we're in the midst of difficulties. But that we will be a light of the nations because we are using the strength that the Lord is giving us. We hear on Wednesday again about the well-trained tongue that we hear on Sunday, on Palm Sunday. The Lord says again, repeats on this path of, of the week, that morning after morning he opens our ears so that we can hear. And then this day he adds that the Lord is my help, I will not be disgraced. He holds my right And if anyone wishes to oppose me, let us appear together. Friends, the unity of the brethren is pleasant to God. And especially when we're going through difficulties, the Lord wants us together. He wants us united. We come to the mystery of Holy Thursday, the Triduum that is a three-day celebration of the Lord's Passion that starts on Holy Thursday with the Lord's Supper. And here we are reminded, not from Isaiah, but from the book of Exodus, that the Lord said to Moses and Aaron in the land of Egypt that this month will be at the head of the calendar, that it will be the first month, that the Lord follows these covenants, not just the prophecies, but the covenants that the Heavenly Father established so that the whole community on the 10th of the month would gather for a lamb and would repeat what happened on that night that the Lord saved the Israelites and sent them on the path in the parting of the seas away from slavery. That Jesus on this very night is repeating that covenant and therefore we are asked to do the same, that we continue being people of Passover, that we are constantly passing over between the earthly realm and the heavenly realm. And we're inviting other people that want to cross over, that are looking from darkness to light, and that friends, they're going to be looking at you and me in our families, in our communities, in our schools, in our workplaces, in our neighborhoods, that the Lord is inviting us to be those people that we will say it is the Passover of the Lord and remember those times that God has taken us out of darkness into light 
and just like he did for the Israelites, and it's remembered and commemorated, we will do the same. We will be people that remember how God has taken out our family members, ourselves, out of places of slavery. And then we return to Isaiah on Good Friday, where on 52, we enter deeply into the suffering servant. And we see, friends, that our Lord is marred beyond human semblance. And I recommend that you watch in these days the Passion of the Christ and see how the Lord had eyes that were just swollen and how his, how his skin is ripped, friends, and how the thorns on his head painfully transform, how his head is now full of blood, that this was a bloody, bloody moment, that the Lord is transformed into a tortured event that Isaiah says bearing no stately bearing he had no stately bearing to make us look at him nor appearance that would attract us to him he was spurred unavoided a man of suffering accustomed to infirmity one of those from whom people Hide their faces. Friends, let us enter into this moment in solidarity with the Lord who was spurned and nobody held him in any steam because he was holding our infirmities and our sufferings and our sickness. He was stricken and smitten and pierced for our offenses and crushed for our sins. And it is by these stripes, friends, we hear in this Isaiah 52 beautiful chapter that it is by his stripes that we are healed. And we use those words when we are praying for one another. That even though the Lord received the guilt for us all, like a spotless lamb. He submitted, friends. He submitted. In the midst of harsh treatment, he submitted. And friends, I began the words today by saying that that is an invitation that the Lord has given us to submit. I've had some important lessons on this on my marriage, friends. Because when I came out of college, I came out believing in the power that women have, that we now can study and enter the workplace. And when I saw the word submission in the marriage vows, I trembled because I thought, that's not what I have done so far. I have entered into knowledge and opportunity in college that my mother, my grandmother, the women before me didn't have. So the word submission and obedience scared me. And I said them almost begrudgingly. And friends, I've had to repent. I've had to repent and understand 
that submission is a weapon. And we see it here in Isaiah for our Lord, that submission is part of the plan. And if we take the word apart, sub and mission, it means that we align with the mission that is established by the covenant that God has given us. And God has given us a covenant, and this is not probably welcome because it wasn't welcome for me as a young woman that submitting is part of the plan in a marriage, that both of us submit to our Heavenly Father, to the mission and the plan of unity and love and fruitfulness that He has for the couple, and submission of the wife to the husband because God appoints him as the head. And friends, on that hinges the ability to have a united marriage. But we are not taught this. And we enter into our marriages with so much pride. I did. I've had to learn what the word submission was. And that was part of the meditation on, on this holy week that we are celebrating that just like Jesus submitted he was oppressed and condemned and those are not the words of submission friends and we confuse them submission is to be aligned with the mission to know our place within that and not to try to take over the place that belongs to someone else but to be aligned with that mission my husband and I were watching a beautiful documentary of Jack LaBelle, this pianist that has played with everybody that is so important, with the Rolling Stones and Pink Floyd and Eric Clapton, and before that with the Allman Brothers, with all these wonderful, wonderful musicians. Anybody who is important, he played with them. And one of the most important things I learned about that in these in this lesson that the Lord is giving me in submission is that he knew how to listen for what was happening, the mission of that song and the mission of that musician and add masterfully to that which was being played in a way that even though he is capable of standing in his own right as a, as a solo musician, everybody invites him to the party because he knows how to submit to what is being done, to what is being played. And he stands out in knowing how to play with what is needed, not what he wants or what he can on his own, but what is needed for the mission that is being accomplished. And I thought, what an incredible example of submission, friends, as we meditate on this beautiful season. And I've taken the time just to connect a little bit the first readings of this most holy of weeks, celebrating the example of our Lord in learning how to submit. So let us go to the throne. Father Almighty, you have given us this incredible week, this most sacred week where we meditate on our salvation and on the sacrifice of your son. Thank you that he submitted. Send us angels 
that as we practice our humility, as we submit to the mission of our life and to the authority that you've given us and the authority you've given others around us to which we have to submit, that we will have the discernment and the wisdom. We thank you, Lord Jesus, for the sacrifice of your death, of your passion. We accompany you, Lord. We celebrate you, Lord. We love you, Lord. And we always pray in your most beautiful name, Jesus. Amen. Hello, this is Sofia Fonseca de Niño, and I welcome you to this inner room. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram under the inner room, Emotions in the Bible. And we would love to hear your questions, your ideas, or your comments. Thank you for joining us today.